everybody, welcome to the fourth episode of GPRO Podcast with your host, Jun Ho, and my very special guest, Chu Kai Wen. How you doing? Hey, hey. How are you? Good, thanks. I'm very happy to be on the podcast, so very nice. Yeah, you, yeah, you were definitely like, we had um, a guest booked in before, but they had to drop out, so you were, on, uh, you were next on my list. So, so, you know. Yeah. You know, when you, when you need a DA to step up, you know. Always I know, there. I know. Can you see? Look, we're, we're the same people. Yeah. <laughs> stop stop accusing us now. We're not we're not double accounts. We're here. We're not, no, there's two people here. Exactly. I know. It's good, it's good to have you here, mate. It's good to have you here. So um, obviously for everyone who probably don't know you, just uh, introduce yourself a little bit. What you do, kind of what you what, what's your favorite, what's your hobbies, all that kind of stuff. So go ahead. All right. Yes, so um, yeah, for those who don't know me, um, I think, okay, so this is a confusing part because on my GPRO account, my name's Chu Kai Wen. And I think people usually call me Chu on GPRO. Yeah, but my actual name is inverted because as you know, uh, Asians have this weird- You have your surname at the front and that's uh, yeah. annoying. So yeah. my actual name is Kai Wen, but uh, yeah, if you call me Chu, I'm, I'm used to it as well. So. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm studying. I'm a medical student. So I'm actually studying right now in the UK. So Ooh. surprise, surprise. Yes. Where, you, so, where are you studying? Like where? Where in the, where in the UK are you based? Um, so I'm actually based in Nottingham, but it's a bit weird because uh, we do go around like quite a number of medical schools in the area. So oh, like, okay. Derby doing go karting a few. You know, like was it just this summer? I'm I'm there right now, so yeah, it's sort of like just um, yeah. Should have came, should have came to the derby. That the derby meeting. Was yeah, saying. I know. I wasn't even in the UK by at that point. Oh but... well, you know. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Then. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, but yeah, so... we're doing another one. Um, hopefully in July. So you know, if you're still here. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Come come yeah. through, man. Yeah, if I'm free, you know, I'm always glad to try. Good. Good. So you said you say you go to multiple medical like schools around the UK. So you you don't have a set kind of uni that you go to, or is it? Okay, so yeah, I'm based under the uni of Nottingham. <coughs> so technically, I yeah, I'm in Nottingham right now. But um, to put it simply, like we sort of rotate between different sort of like hospitals, and basically Nottingham just has this like huge range of hospitals from all over the sort of like this region so it's kind of fun that i'm sometimes sort of in nottingham and sometimes i'm just somewhere else so fair fair enough would you come down to cambridge sometime i'll say we have uh we have one Uh, of the biggest hospitals in the uk yeah no i don't think so because like i think Cambridge has their own medical school, so That's basically true. we that is also true. Yeah. Sort of like you go to wherever your medical school sort of can control. It's like it's like yeah. some sort of Would I would have thought I would have thought they would have like some some days or some weeks where you would come down, but no, that's fair enough. So how, sure. how long how long have you been studying for then? Is this your first or second year? Was it? Um, so actually, I'm in the third year right now. But as okay. you know, medical school is just like forever. So yeah. Um, if I if I, I if I remember, I think it's seven years. That okay, it's not that bad. Um, okay, <laughs> five years for me. I took five. the shorter course. So, five. Okay. Um, it, it's I'm halfway there. Halfway yeah. there. Fair enough. Because I I remember when I um 
before I finished my GCSEs, which was when I was 16. Um, my parents obviously wanted me to be a doctor. So they were like, yeah, go to medical school. Typical Asian. So I, I was, <laughs> exactly, yeah, Asian, <laughs> doctor, lawyer, nothing else. Yes. Don't do anything else. You can't do anything else. But um, yeah, so I, um, so I worked out, do, uh, do secondary, do um, sick form uh, for two years, 17 and 18. And then 18, go to uni for medical school for seven years. And when I hit 25, that will be when I'll become a nurse and work in the, work in the hospital. But obviously, that didn't happen. So <laughs> but, uh, that's, that's, that's why I thought it was seven years. You know, it's a bit yeah, no, insane. It's, it's, I mean, five is still long, to be honest. It's, that is true as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, especially, especially when you can't go shorter than five years, because some people can accelerate, oh. but yeah five years is it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's forever it's good it's good enough so you're on your third year right yes that's right are you so uh, are you planning on maybe studying more after the fifth year or are you going straight into work uh, i think i think it's likely that i'll go straight into work because uh yeah i mean when it comes to like sort of the medical curriculum you're sort of uh you sort of have to still work up the ranks in the hospital so in a sense like you're still sort of learning even in the hospital. So yeah. technically, I, I think five years is good enough unless you sort of want a PhD. But then again, if you're going hey. to be working in the hospital, you do. <laughs> Become that, a doctor like, of a doctor, you know? <laughs> yeah, a doctor of a doctor. Yeah, Brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> the doctor squared. That's what you want to be. That would be the perfect Asian kid, you know? Like. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, parents, I've got a doctorate for my doctor. Exactly. Easy. Mate, they'll, they'll, they'll give you so much money. So, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, is, is this is this your first time in the UK then? So, you, were you based in Singapore yep. throughout your whole life? Yep. So, started my whole life in Singapore. Um, yep. Basically, this is sort of the first time I'm out of Singapore, sort of studying. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think like getting used to the culture and everything. You know. Fair, fair. And um, obviously, I I I know kind of. Chinese, Malaysian, Singaporean kind of culture. But for people who don't know, how is your English so good? Because obviously, no one really expects yes. us to have good English. Exactly. So how, so, how is it so good for you? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think the important thing to realize is like, I think people sort of not sort of don't realize that like, especially when you're in Singapore, we sort of learn English in school. So basically, our exams and everything's in English. So ironically, I think I'm better in my English than in my Chinese, yeah. which is probably why both uh, Jin and me, we are so suffering trying to do oh. <coughs> I was born. I was born in the UK, so... <laughs> okay, you have an excuse, but... Okay, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't really have an excuse because technically, Cantonese is my first language based on the fact that my parents don't speak English. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so when I started speaking, it was in Chinese rather than English. I see. But yeah, because obviously in studies... <clears throat> Uh, from kindergarten all the way to secondary school and beyond it's all, all English there's no Chinese in in, in England yeah. to study for so yeah English grad, gradually got better my Chinese gradually got worse but yeah, yeah our, 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 our translation strings is ridiculously high and I don't want to talk about it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but I mean yeah I mean yeah because so I, I sort of learned English in um, sort of like in school i mean i do learn chinese as a side language as well so i can speak chinese but mm. i think because you just generally speak to everyone in english so isn't um, is english the um like singaporean main language or is it still chinese 
it's the main language. I, yeah, so English, I English is the main is, language. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. basically everything's done in English. So that's yeah, a, that's, that's fair. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think in Malaysia it's different. Malaysia. It's not in, it's yeah, not in, it's... it's not English. It's I think it's Malay or Chinese or yeah. one one of the two. But yeah, but Singapore is one of the very few countries in in Asia whose main language is English. Yeah. So. If you have, you know good English, it's because of that. It's just because we study yeah. it from the, from the beginning. Mean, yeah, I mean, we we just learning from the start, and it's quite fun. Funny when you sort of get into like the UK because people start asking you, "How is your English so good?" Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I, I learned so, it all my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I I went to China to study for a year between uh, oh. thir- the age of thirteen and fourteen. Very weird experience, but the best part was um, with the English lessons when I was in China. So we had a um, like a foreign teacher. So we had a, like an actual like English person uh, come yeah. in to teach. Uh, we had a Chinese teacher to translate to all the all the all the um, students. So because my English was so good, I was basically speaking to the, the teacher just like fluently, just be like, "Yeah, how how you doing?" All that kind of stuff. <laughs> I distinctly remember this was in two thousand and five, I think, or two thousand and four, one 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 of the years. But um, no, it still wasn't five because Football Manager 2005 just came out. Oh. <laughs> uh, the first ever game. And I remember my teacher, my English teacher, inviting me to his place and playing that game. Wait, what? It was, it was, <laughs> it was the weird, because uh, I went to a boarding school. So, uh, uh, yeah. so every two weeks we can go home, but obviously we stay in the campus. Yes, yes. So the teachers stay in the campus with us, obviously in a separate separate location. Yeah. But yeah, my my English teacher because I spoke English and I was like one of the few people that speak English in the school. Yeah. Obviously we had a, we had a good chemistry going on and good friendship and obviously he was like yeah just come around over to mine I'll have some dinner and then we'll we'll play this f- football manager game and I'm just like oh that's okay. That's <laughs> And when you and when you're 13, 14, you're like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I'll go over, all that kind of stuff. But if, if it's if it's if I was 13 now and doing that, yeah, it's, it's like just the, the teachers getting sacked is like the Yeah, teachers. I think I, I think it'll be like a big scandal somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But um, back then there wasn't really much kind of social media attention and all that kind of stuff. So it looked all right. Another another funny story, right? Um so at the end of the year, we do obviously the end of the year exams. Yeah. Um, I did my English exam, hoping that I'll get 120 out of 120. I didn't. <laughs> it pissed me off to this day because I got 119 and a half out of 120. <laughs> and I lost half a mark because I used a British English spelling rather than American English spelling. Oh my god! And they docked half a point. That they, talk, they docked half a point from my exam. And to this day, I am still annoyed of it. I never want to go back again. I want to go back and just be like, just no. it's it was so annoying. I just couldn't believe it. That that is annoying. Like to lose a mark, half a mark, half a mark. It was like I could have been the first person to have a full mark. I mean, it was still the highest score in in, in the whole school, but it was just like. I mean, I mean, if you did that, you you will be a legend in your family. All oh, right. I mean, yeah. It's like if I got full mark, my mum would still be like, yeah. Typical. Yeah. It's just what you meant to do. <laughs> any, any, any kind of um, good Singaporean school stories that you might have for us? In, in, any interesting things that have happened? Well, I mean, to be fair, I did. So, so I mean, I came from an all boys school back home. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, you sort of do a lot of weird things being in a single gender school, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
some things are best left unsaid, but you know, I mean, it's one of those things because we used to have a lot of like, um, sort of, I think they used to have like Chinese teachers to come into this school to try to teach us Chinese. Mm. And um, it's one of those schools where people just tend to be really bad at Chinese. And yeah. I'm part of that whole group as well. And basically if this Chinese teacher coming into class and his, and I mean, I was in higher Chinese, which is supposed to be like, uh, supposedly better Chinese, sort of a like higher standard of Chinese. Yeah. I'm not that good. Like it just sounds good. <laughs> but, you know, you know, you know, when you're in a school that people are already quite bad, you know, you, your standards are already a lot better. Yeah. And basically you have this Chinese teacher who will come into class and she basically would speak to us in Chinese because it's a Chinese lesson. And she'll forget a word in Chinese and just start speaking <laughs> English to us. And all of us would just be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> does, I mean, it never happened in my school, but yeah, that, yeah, that, I, I guess it happened. So, in 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 the UK, um, obviously, our year groups are like for five, if you're year one, then yeah. you'll be like six or five or six years old. Year two, you'll be six or seven, so you'd be like five years between your oh, yeah. age and your year group. Obviously, in America, it's different. So if you're in seventh grade, you'll be 13. I think if you're eighth grade, you're in 14 or something. That's a six-year difference. Oh, yeah. What is it in Singapore? Because I know the school that I went to in China adopted the American way of doing it. So um, so in, 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 in literal um, English translation, there's one called like middle one and middle two and middle uh-huh. three. So in middle one, I think you have to be like, 13 so it's kind of like year seven that kind of yeah. thing is that the same in singapore or is it yeah so i think it's similar like i we sort of use i mean it's a different terminology but it's quite similar to the american system so we have mm. primary one primary two and that goes up to primary six so that's when you're seven to twelve yeah yeah and then you go into secondary which is secondary one to secondary four so it's like sort of secondary oh, it's up to four does it okay yeah, I mean, we do four years, I think, for because because we because yeah because because we do we do we do the same six years primary, and then I distinctly remember there's a uh, like a little chat in little English is middle one, middle two, middle three, and then it's high one, high two, high three. I see, yeah. and then that's and then you go to uni after that. Yeah, so I was just like I think it was primary one all the way to primary six, and then yeah, yeah secondary one to secondary four, and I think that's where. I, things sort of gets a little bit more sort of split up because you could go into like for me i went to a junior college so you go to junior college one and junior college two and then subsequently you 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 go up but some take a three-year course as well so it's slightly more confusing up there fair fair enough fair enough i mean yeah i mean china and singapore are two completely different countries yeah Yeah. i can imagine we're we're china is definitely more strict in terms of kind of what you can you can't do I, I, I can't imagine so yeah China's I'm actually I'm actually that. happy I only went there for one year because because yeah. anymore and I would have just been <laughs> it's would have been too much for me I mean it's quite stressful to be to be fair it's oh yeah exactly yeah exactly I mean it's it's crazy but anyway enough, enough talk about schools let's uh, let's talk about your GPRO career so firstly how how did you find the game uh, yeah, so actually, interestingly, um, I sort of found the game not from Grand Prix or not from racing, basically. Okay. So I actually started by playing sort of like football manager games outside. 
and I was sort of getting to that, you know, this sort of period of time where uh, I was in a couple of online sites with a couple of managers as well. And then I think things just started getting a little bit bored for me. So I was like, you know what? Let's just search online for games. And I think when I joined, I think it was 2012, I think, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, but basically, like, I, if I, rec- I can't remember very clearly, but it was sort of this time that I started looking into F1 as sort of like as a, as a thing that you watch on the news or you watch the races. And I just decided, you know what? Let's just try searching for an F1 game online. Um, and GPRO sort of came up. It's like top on the whole thing. And you're like, okay, let's just try it out. Didn't understand the game when I first joined because... It was just a whole lot of numbers. So yeah, I mean, I mean, um, who does? Who 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 understands yeah. first time? It's quite overwhelming, I think, when you first join in the game and you start seeing like this big page and including <laughs> numbers, random numbers until your until your yeah. setups. Yeah, so. exactly. It's like yeah, my 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 first remember like my first memory of GPRO while playing is just I just type in five hundred into everything, and then wherever it says, I just like add and take away hundred each 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 time, and then that was it. That, 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 was, that was my setup. Yeah, just... yeah. Basically, I was just adding and just subtracting about a hundred from your setup each time, yeah. and just trying to get the like that perfect setup, which never uh, happened. But... That was just, that was crazy, man. Yeah, was... the starting days. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I found quite a nice community in GPRO. I think when I joined, um, I don't know whether you sort of know him. Um, I think I was in the same rookie group as a guy called Eero Kitley. So, I've heard a name. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Is he, was he, was he Estonian? I can't remember now. Errol. Yeah, Errol, yeah. So I think he passed away a while back, but. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. No, no, yeah. I don't remember. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, I think it was quite, I was quite fortunate because I came into the same group as him. And basically, I think he must have taken pity on this poor kid who, who didn't really know how to play this game. And, yeah. and he sort of gave me a bit of basic advice on how to start in this game and sort of recommended me to start like pointing me in the right direction and mm. I guess that sort of kept me in this game because I don't know if like if I was just sort of like alone and just trying to attempt to type in 500 on, on my setup yeah. whether I'll be staying on that long so yeah yeah fair um so what was um what was like your first kind of team that you remember being part of and actually improving in the game Okay, so yeah, okay, so I think I don't have that many teams in my record. Um, the first team I joined was basically uh, they were not really active, so le- let's ignore them. But basically, <laughs> uh, yeah, I joined a team called Hot Views. Um, they no longer exist now in sort of like in GPRO, but at a point of time when I joined them, I think they were still a relatively active team. Mm. Um, not the most active around, but they were active enough that they sort of have the data provided to you as well as like research going on and stuff like this and I sort of joined into this team and I think it sort of changed my view of this game because you know in the past it was just me basically selecting hard tires and just yeah. <laughs> hoping that I can make the that, you know I have enough fuel to make the first pit and the second pit but yeah. um, I think when you join there and that's when you start learning about things like strategy and stuff like that and I, I think it keeps you in the game because you start actually doing a bit better than mm. finishing that like 15th in rookie so <laughs> sort of like yeah so I, I think you sort of start to get a little bit more interested in the game a little bit more yeah. in this game I think I got promoted to amateur and yeah I think that's my first team so small team um, yeah. yeah I mean I mean I mean teams teams really do help um my first team luckily was a 
group of British player players that just started. Um, so I started season fourteen, and um, this team started in season fourteen. And um, <clears throat> obviously, in the team recruitment forums, you can see who's recruiting. And back then, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of, lot of yeah. threads going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those where I think you used to be able to like just post as a as a new manager and like looking for a team, and you sometimes get like offers to join teams yeah. as well. I think there was a point of time where there were like hundreds of teams. Like <laughs> yeah, there was. I, I was I was going through. There's a lot of British teams that I was going through, but then there was one that was pretty new, and luckily everyone was quite active, yeah. uh, learning the game, and um, there was a couple of um, kind of experienced players that played the game and were in, you know, amateur and pro and master. And um, yeah, I was kind of fortunate to learn that way, which is why I got hooked into the game. Yeah. Um, the forums also were a big part of that. Um, so obviously now you're part of, um, I'm guessing, Nuvolari. Yes, yes. So how did, how did that, how did that come about? How did, how did you get into that, the team? Okay. So um, yeah, so I think for me, uh, in fact, Interestingly, like when I, I got into Nuvolari, it was partially because of uh, Alan Horsley. So um, yeah. basically, uh, I was sort of in the same team with him in Jordan. Uh, I think now there's a different Jordan team that exists now, but there was a different Jordan back then in the day. And um, I was actually part of that team for a period of time. I actually left the game, or not really left the game, but I left like the team for like a period of about two seasons because... Uh, yeah, in Singapore, you sort of had to serve in the army, and I was basically like, no, nope, I can't guarantee my mm. commitment to, no, you know, racing 17 races in the season. So I actually left for that period of time, but I mean, I still managed to race quite consistently during then. So uh, I think at the other, you know, towards the others, like after the whole season, and you're just like, you know what, maybe I can think of sort of getting back into another team. Um, during that period of time, Alan actually moved into Nuvolari, mm. and I think Nuvolari at a point of time, they were they were a good team. They were a really good team. You sort of knew about them, but they were still sort of, I think they were sort of still expanding their international sort of like this group because it used to be an Italian team. Mm. So um, a space I think came out and uh, actually I think Alan recommended my name to them. And basically he was like, if you're interested, you could try applying to them. And so I, I sort of applied to them and they asked me a whole lot of questions, you know, and I, I made it in. I, I would say that it was a lot easier back then. Because, um, mm. I don't know whether I've made it in like in recent years, you know, like yeah. to the same team. I think application has definitely gotten a lot harder, especially because we are actually winning titles in elite right now. I think at yeah. the point of time when I was there, I think I think Yen and Yuk. I think Yen was already in the team, I think, but Yuk hasn't joined, haven't joined our team yet. And yeah, it was just sort of like a growings of a team. Mm. Eventually, become became what we what we see today. Yeah. So, so Nivenari has, I believe, four teams now. Um, I think okay. So Nivenari structure is sort of. Uh, I mean, we sort of have what we call two main active teams. Hmm. Uh, the rest of the teams they are not really recruiting, so it's more of like just for members of Nivenari because the idea of Nivenari is more of like yeah, sort of a family. So a lot of people do not sort of leave the team. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we saw that Ahmed last week, he left the team to join a different team. But for most of the members in Nuvolari, I think they sort of stay on to the end. And usually when they leave the game, it's like to retire or they're just playing at a low capacity. So 
we have a lot of other, I think like three, three teams, three other teams that mm. sort of exist. But it's more of just for people who are just like playing the game casually, who are formerly Nuvolari, and yep. they just don't. Yeah, they're not really. They're not really doing the game full time, basically, like how most of us are. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Just <clears throat> so you do, so you just have those teams just so that they can still be a Nuvolari. Yes, yes. Obviously, they don't have to participate as much. Or yeah, I think they they they, they just they. I mean, they do come in, drop in our Discord every now and then to say hi, but no, they are not like in a in a very active sort of capacity, basically. Yeah. That's fair. <clears throat> so were were you were you part of Nuvolari? Because obviously you mentioned the Armet thing, and I completely forgot about that. Um, were you part of Nuvolari when Armet joined? Yes, I was. <laughs> and obviously you were there when Armet left. Yes. So how? Because I want to hear your side of I want to hear Nuvolari's side of the story. <laughs> were you one that was opposing to Armet? And <laughs> well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, uh, I I don't really have too much of an opinion on it. For me, I mean, it's it's uh, I mean, partially also because I think during that period of time was when I was a little bit more inactive, so I was sort of knowing what was going on, but it wasn't like uh, I wasn't really actively looking into it. I, I mean, for me, it's probably would have been disappointing that he left. I think it, oh, yeah. it, it sort of a thing because obviously uh. When you're in a team that sort of values loyalty in a lot of sense, you know it can be quite a, a, a sort of like a betrayer, especially when I think quite a lot of us sort of vouch for him to stay in the team. Hmm. But um, I mean, I think most of us have moved on. I mean, we we just block him on the track probably and <laughs> <laughs> attempt to. Yeah, yeah do, but do you're talking on the track there. After yeah, that, but after. I mean, no, 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 no hard feelings. I think at the end of the day, it's a game and we don't yeah we don't really have too much of an issue with him you know just yeah yeah understandable because obviously you know during the time um obviously when he you know committed his future to Nuvolari and then two seasons later he moves to uh, you know one of your rival teams yeah it's definitely it's definitely somewhat stinging but yeah like I said obviously we heard Ahmed's side of the story how he you know was you know, in love with being part of Edifice and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and timing is just wasn't the best. But yeah. I mean, um, it was it was if if there if, if there's a team that piques your interest now, would you consider moving from <laughs> Nuvolari at all, or is Nuvolari kind of your? No, I think I think to be honest, I for me, I think it would be Nuvolari too. Sort of mm. like the point that I retire from this game because, I mean, uh, there are good teams out there as well, but. <clears throat> I feel like it's one of those things like when you sort of join New Valari and I think for me, I had this whole period of time where I was quite inactive mm. and they could have easily just sort of kicked me out or something. But I mean, considering they sort of stuck with me and for, for this whole period of time and I mean, you, I sort of feel quite bad if you were to just leave the team right now because mm. <laughs> it's like, you know, they, they've sort of done quite a lot for you. They sort of, I mean, to be honest, I don't think I've made it to master without their help. So, no, fair. So, so yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, um, loyal, loyal, yeah, loyalty to a team, um, especially when you've been there for so long, it's definitely, you know, something that's uh, that's good. Um, like, um, uh, like I said, you mentioned you went to uh, you're in master now. Yes. Um, I don't think there's been a 
Southeast Asian player that has been too elite. So no, I know Tian Hao has been close in Masters a few times. Wasn't there a Filipino who made it to elite, I think? To be honest, it could have been. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't really know this well enough, but yeah. yeah. Um, I think, no, I think, uh, interestingly, I think I was looking back in statistics, I think for Singaporean managers, we don't have many, so... Yeah, um, I'm say for Hong Kong, we don't have really any. Yeah, any like, much. yeah, so, so just a humble brag, you know, I think I'm the first one to sort of retain in master, so I think that's a good start. Um, good, yeah. Pushing, pushing on to elite will be interesting. Hopefully, I, I mean, ideally, my goal is to actually just get to that land of elite, but yeah, <laughs> it's they... a lot of work because it's quite difficult as you go up the levels. And that is, that is true. I mean, you, I mean, you're doing very well this season. You had a, you had a win, uh, with Yoko's in master, um, huh? and obviously, you know, retaining pretty well. So, uh, how, how, how has master been for you? You know, this season. Ooh, actually, to be honest, it's been quite tough. Like, I think I was talking with Stuart uh, Foster the other day because, I mean, we still keep in contact, like, after I promoted from P20. Mm. Um, I mean, really good guy. I think you saw that he just promoted on A1, so... <laughs> that, he's, he's insane. He's insane. He's but... insane, yeah. He's really insane. But basically, um, yeah, I was just sort of saying, like, you know, as much as it's been quite a good season for me, to be honest, like, I potentially could still go even higher because... You know, I, I have a good package as well and I'm sort of pushing just for fun in the last few races because it's been quite a boring start of the season to me. Mm. Um, it's been tough because like I promoted, I think from pro, arguably I would say I was one of the better promoters. Like I went up with a pretty strong package. Um, I basically had a pretty good season, a pretty dominant season in P20. Obviously nobody, I think there's only like two of us who was really aiming for promo that season so it made it a bit easier mm. but um, essentially I did go up with one of the stronger packages and so going to master I was like you know what it's not going to be too bad right mm. yeah. and then I think I ended up in master two so if you've been looking sort of like at the whole sort of the league I think master two and it's, it's probably one of the tougher sort of the master leagues or the master groups to be in this season okay. and it was quite difficult because I went into the first race being like, oh, you know, <clears throat> I have a drive with like pretty good. Like, I should be able to do quite well. And I pushed and I think I finished like 13th or something. <laughs> and it was like, well, you know, if I'm going to be pushing this season, I'm not going to get any points. It's not exactly going to help me in, in retaining. That's a, yeah. But then obviously you pushed for the first, well, you, you raced for the first six, seasons, uh, six races, no, no points. And then suddenly you've hit... A master yeah. win. So how, how 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 did that how did that win come about? Because I don't think it was one of the lottery races, was it? I think it was no, one. It was Ram actually. It was the it was the lottery race. Of oh, it was okay, okay. And I think, I mean, to be honest, I I was planning for a push in that race. Uh, I wasn't expecting to win. I uh, I mean, I was, I'll be I would have been quite happy with a like, fifth place or something because that's probably sufficient for retention and you know it, it's it's good points. And so I went into that race being like, oh. It's a rent, it's a lottery race, you know. There's just that, that's almost quite low. There's a low chance that I could do well, but I think it was my package was quite heavy matching. Like, hmm. um, basically, if I don't know whether you remember, someone actually made a forum post complaining about how, like, 
people were having some really ridiculous like car levels and actually yeah. qualifying with some insane pace and yeah i mean half the i think half the novelaries in master were just like you know what let's just push in the same race so <laughs> Fair so, so so yeah it was basically like i had a pretty fast sort of timing which wasn't expected um i think the and then in the actual race uh i was also quite fortunate because that pedro who is who just joined novelari this season uh, i mean he, he's quite a good driver but i think he had a start crash in that race oh, okay he probably would have been first and not <clears> me because I wasn't pushing with that high of a clear track. I was like, actually, I don't want to win this race because I don't want to pay the bonuses. So, oh, right, fair enough. Yeah, fair, <laughs> yeah. Enough, fair enough. So I actually tried to reduce my clear track and stuff like that to try and, you know, to, to finish uh, second or third. But he started crash. And I think the other competitors around, I think they made extra pits because they went on softer tires in the dry. Because we... And it's one of those weird races where you wasn't expecting there to be such a long dry period. That, no, that 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 race, um, the rain stopped at lap four. Yeah. And I expected the rain to stop at lap ten. So so my race was done by the time no, we're pitched. Yeah, I, I remember that was a ridiculous race because like the rain started again and you're like, oh, it's gonna rain. Oh yeah, the end exactly. Yeah, race. yeah. And then it just stopped, stopped again, again yeah, and then it just like... dry and then everyone was just like what on earth is this weather you know um, <laughs> but, but yeah so it was quite nice uh first win i think i had the fastest lap time of all master as well so it was quite a it's quite a crazy thing i think i was sharing my group i got like seven or seven or eight achievements in a single day because basically it's like <laughs> my first points first podium first wins so yeah. <laughs> yeah fastest lap and all that kind of stuff yeah that's fair uh, so what what position what position did what position did you start in that race? Uh, oh, I think I was was it third or midland? I had to check again because okay, so, so you you were you were pretty high up. I so you not you 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 weren't like mid mid pack or anything. Oh like uh, no no no! I I was extremely I was I started fourth in that race actually. Yeah, I mean I I wasn't expecting myself to start low because I did destroy my package to, to do well in that race. So okay, fair. Yeah. Fair. So you, you expected to do well and you actually did yeah. really well. Which is fair. I, I did better than expected, yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. So are we expecting you to promote next season or are you maybe staying master for another season? Nah, I'll I'll probably stay in master for a while more because um as much as I want to promote to elite like as fast as possible. Uh, I think financially wise, this season has just <laughs> destroyed half yeah. my finances. So um, I think beyond that as well, though, like I think elite is a sort of like entirely different game. You know, mm. you sort of have to be quite prepared to go up to elite. If you're not prepared for it, then yeah, it's going to be quite a painful, painful stay in elite. You know, you're yeah. probably going to just do a relegation season. <laughs> season there. So, I mean, I just I just want to promote to elite. Get pips. Uh, just, just get, get that again. one race. Get your get your four, four stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want my four stars in the forum. The forum is yeah, where four it's stars, at. You know, what shows I need. that you're good. <laughs> yeah. Let, 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 let's 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 get into the forums then, because um, talked about your master. You know, you're gonna stay there for a little while. But the forums. How did you get into the forums? Like, what 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 drew you in? Um, so actually, to be honest, you know, I mean, I started on the forums because of the group forums, like when I was in Rookie, so I had quite a lot of communication with my, with like the people there. I mean, we were quite a lively Rookie group, so it was quite nice to be there. That's good, but, yeah. Um, 
you know, you have that sidebar with all the other forum stuff and you're like, oh, this is interesting. And then you will just start clicking through some of it. And I think my first forum sort of venture was actually to the, the I mean, it used to be the CV Games Forum. Let's no, not, don't let's don't not, go there. Don't go yeah, there, let's not right? talk about that. Um, <laughs> but basically, forum. yeah, yeah, it was like games. Yeah, so basically there were games there. And I was like, oh, there was a couple of like, I think football predictions. I think mm. Alan Hallford used to have that football fantasy, I think football team fantasy or something like that. And um, I think Andre Kucci, I think he was mm. doing the, yeah, he was doing FP League at that point of time. And those were the two, the first two games that I sort of joined in the forums. And yeah, it just sort of expanded afterwards because, I mean, the forum, sort of like the games on the forums are quite interesting as well. And I think they sort of keep you interested as well, especially like when you have sort of a season that is just, you know, boring, retention, you know, just, just going on with life and, you know, some you, you sort of need something to interest you. And I think this is, these games do help you a lot in, mm. in getting interested. Yeah. That's fair. So, um, okay, so the, so the first two games that you, you were interested in were like football games. Are you, you're a big fan of football? Or... Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I was a big fan of football because, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the game that everyone sort of watches and probably one of the few games that I can, no, I can't play well, but, you know. <laughs> Just, play, just, just imagine. Just but, <laughs> but I mean, football management games were sort of the, 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 the in thing that I was really interested in. So I guess naturally when you're sort of playing football management games, you sort of, sort of get drawn into this whole idea of watching football as well and mm. sort of supporting a football team and everything. So yeah, I guess that's why, I mean, I still sort of continue to play football games initially when I, when I came to GPRO because mm. it was a big interest of mine. I mean, soft still to to now i mean but yeah yeah what 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 team do you support in football ah okay so i support uh chelsea um in the uk yeah don't don't ask about local teams Um, none of our teams are so so why 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 chelsea why 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 them (laughs) well it's a yeah it's a it's a weird story because i mean it, it just used to be that you know i just like the color blue (laughs) <laughs> okay. it's, not, it's, not, it's one of the dumbest reasons to start supporting a team ever I do not recommend this but I, basically I used to like the colour blue and basically mm-hmm. I think the, one of the first few teams that I saw playing was Chelsea and I think that was the, the era I think it was in 20, oh, 2006 or something like that so like so, so there were, it was so that Mourinho's first that, that post-Mourinho yeah. sort of going was it post-Mourinho? Yeah. around there I think 2006, 2007 because 2006 is when Chelsea won the league, I think. 20, 2005 to 2006. Oh, yeah, that's right. 2005, 2006. Yeah, it was sort of the Mourinho era. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, I think it was quite fun watching them play, I think. Especially when there were players like, I think Lampard was still a player then. And Terry's a controversial figure. He was a good defender on the mm. pitch. So, um, yeah, I think it was quite a nice sort of uh, team to watch. And I was like, you know what? I'm supporting this team because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would never have supported Liverpool because my brother was a Liverpool supporter, and uh, okay. you, know, you never, you never support what your brother supports. So. That, that's true. That's true. I yes. um, <clears throat> so I was initially a uh, Man United fan, very young, when I was like four or five, because um, this is this is this is even weirder than oh, your yeah. story. So you you support Chelsea because you like the the color blue. Yeah, I supported Man United because um, my fam, my uh, my dad went to a random store, bought a Man United kit. And bought a Liverpool kit, 
he came home and he showed us, showed me and my brother, and it's like, all right, who want, who wants what? My brother picked Michael Owen, Liverpool, and then I picked the Man United shirt, and then that's how we, that's how we supported the teams. Brilliant. My, my brother doesn't my brother doesn't follow football anymore, and I've changed from Man United to West Ham. Yes, like that's two thousand eight, two thousand nine, but yeah, my 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 story for supporting is even weirder. So, yeah, I mean, color blue is fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a nice color. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, um, let's go back to the forum games. So, obviously, you you've been playing all the football prediction games and stuff like that. Was there any other games that were piquing your interest at that point? Ooh, I think at a point of time, I think then Dels went SRS sort of came around. So I think Kevin, Soros, yes, yes, Kevin Abdallah was the was the one who was hosting it then. And my mentee, jo- my mentee, Kevin Abdallah. The only yeah. had I had one, I had one when I was a mentor. I had one person that I was mentoring, and it was him. <laughs> it was yeah, the most yeah, I'll be honest with you, like I, I, I think because he was in Nuvolari as well, and I was like, oh, Nuvolari, all right, <laughs> I'm joining right. But yeah, uh, no, I, I, I started playing SRS because it's, I. I think I skipped the first season because I missed the, I think the application and something like that. But basically, I joined the second season because I was like, "Ooh, this looks quite interesting." You know, a simpler game to play, mm. and yeah, I actually did relatively well for the first few seasons. I mean, now I'm quite bad at it. But I don't, I don't know what happened to me. But <laughs> <laughs> I used to be quite good at that game. Then, yeah, I think that was the first venture out. And I think beyond that, I you sort of start thinking like, you know, there are a lot of games on the forum, so I might as well just keep joining more and more. Mm. So, yeah, so what do you have? Like, I'll just say a, a top three of games that you that you enjoy playing on the forums. Oh, um, difficult to say, but um, okay. Uh, I mean, if you are talking like just all time, including like games that. Yeah, all time. Yes, yeah, so the games are not even there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think SRS would probably rank as probably my. Top, I would say. SRS is in my top three. I won't say my yeah. top, but it's my top three. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's easily in my top because it was one of, you know, it is a classic game. You know, it's like simple to play. You know, there's a bit of luck involved, but there's still sort of strategy as well in this whole thing. So exactly, yeah. Nice to play. Um, I would say that's my top. Oh, next two. It's quite difficult because I've played so many games and. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can maybe group some into in, in, into a position if you want to. Well, I think there used to be. This, uh, I think Nate Nate used to have a couple of interesting games. I think there was one where, if I recall correctly, you had that. Yeah, I think it was that. I can't remember what's the name of that game, but basically, you you got a certain number of resources to start at the start of the game, and then you had like fixtures, and you basically. Oh, strategy played. sevens. Yeah, yeah. Is it strategy sevens? He recently posted something on the Noves uh, thread, which um, where he was saying he might want to bring back some of the old games. Yeah. And Stra- strategy, Shev- strategy Sevens was one of them. Yep. I would, um, yeah, I'll group the, Strategy Sevens and Strategy Fives, like the Premier League Fives. That's a similar sort yeah, of Yeah, so, uh, so Bar- Barlin, um before Premier League Fives had the Tennis Grand Slam, which is similar. Uh, Yes, yes. Um, but obviously, the uh, obviously clay court, hard court, and grass court have different um, yes. um, that, stats and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember that game. Yeah, that was a very fun. It's like, I think it was all in that same genre of games that hmm. I, yeah, there was just there. And it was quite nice, these sort of games. Um, 
it's a shame that's that most of them I mean the Premier League is still the Premier League yeah, the Premier League fights are still going yeah it's good yeah, so. I mean I'm bottom of it but yeah it's still, it's still <laughs> yeah right. I noticed your, your, your West Ham is at the very bottom of it five more games left I need to I need to get some points yeah uh, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm happy with third you know I say that I would leave my team if I if I didn't get top four so at least I'm, I don't did, have to did you want didn't you win last season or was it uh, it was two seasons ago, I think. Okay. Two seasons ago. And then last season, I had a really bad season and I actually finished like fifth or fourth or something like that. Yeah. And basically, I was like, you know what? If I can't, if I can't finish top four this season, I, I'm, I'm leaving and just going to join a new team and, and like start from scratch. But yeah. yeah. No, no. It's a, it's, that's a really good game. And uh, I would say the last one would probably be, I think, the football world. Mm, football, Jonathan, yeah. Eagles, it's yeah. a lot of effort and I think a lot of people have tried to like you do it and it's just a lot of effort to try to put in there and it's quite nice because you I mean you can't really control what happens in the game really you, yeah you I mean yeah but, but obviously there is certain strategies that you can play yeah. but um, nine times out of ten it's just depending on kind of what you do uh, yeah. where you where you put your different numbers on the forward yeah. midfielder yeah yeah, I, yeah football world is good <laughs> um Sorry, John, but it's not going to be, you know, my top three. So in my top three, uh, in no order, SRS is definitely one of them. Um, yeah. I've got FP League in the other one. Um, it's a good one. Because yeah. it's just simple, just guessing. Um, it's just predictions, really. It's exactly, just guess, just guess, just guess the, uh, you know, the result. And um, my third would be F1 Revisited, just because of how oh. complex it is. It goes, you know, it actually uses the actual F1 timeline. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're the, you're, you're the one that can control the, you know, destiny yeah. of the driver. And yeah, F1 I, Revisited is definitely one I'll put up there for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely seen that game. I, I can't really say much because I've never actually played that game. Hey, new season's coming out soon, 1961. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a nice, it would have been a nice game to play, but I, I sometimes wonder whether it's a lot of effort to play because I've heard things, you know, about how people sort of have spreadsheets and stuff like to, to do this something. Like, yeah, I was, I was talking to yeah, I was talking to John yeah, John about it in the second podcast, and I was just like, I joined, um, I joined, uh, I can't remember which team I was. I think it was in Lotus or in Cooper, um, Yucca, Sereni. Oh. They had a uh, calculator to calculate the um, the braking distances on all the um, on all the tracks, and just yeah. like, how do you work this out? It's just insane. I know it's all this all this smart people knowing how to do math. And I know, and then just <laughs> and then just last season we had another driver, another player who has a similar calculator that deals with it as well. And just like, I just don't know what the hell. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Like. So you, you know you know you know you do a good game when people are doing calculators and spreadsheets yeah, I mean, for it. It's just... It means it's, it has a certain level of complexity that um that makes itself a good game as well. But <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it's you, just, you it's... need time for this sort of thing because there's a lot of data collection involved to actually come up with a calculator. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah, it's, it's just ten years now. Yeah, ten seasons worth of yeah data. Um, <clears throat> um, of games, obviously you. You know, you are a forum host now, forum game host. Indeed. Uh, with uh, option strategy racing. So, uh, how did how how did how did that come about? Did you? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's one of Nate's. Yeah, it was it was a Nate idea basically. Um, I think we had a sort of a trial season. Like he played a trial race basically, and um, it was quite an interesting format. But I think there were a couple of areas that could have been improved. 
Mm. And I think he just because Nate likes to sort of start games and like try out new games, but he doesn't necessarily always use them. And so mm. I was like, you know what? Like that was quite an interesting game. You know, maybe I should try to just bring it back to the to like to play it because it was quite. A, I think people are quite interested in it. And I remember there were quite a lot of people commenting like, you know, they would have loved to see an extra season. So I asked Nate, you know, like, could I just use your idea to sort of like modify it to create a game and. That's how option strategy racer sort of came around. Mm. Apparently, the name was yeah. I, I thought I was, that was the name that Nate gave, but apparently it's not. I was, talk, I was talking, yeah, I was talking to Nate about that. I was like, "Isn't isn't isn't Chu doing the OSR season already?" He's like, "Yeah, it's not the actual original one." I'm like, completely forgot yeah. about the original one, but yeah, yeah. Basically, so uh, yeah, so I actually just started the game. Um, I tried to tweak a couple of stuff to try and reduce like tiebreakers in the game and and and, and things like this like mm. but um obviously it's really it's, it's all about balancing the game because as you know like when you're only having like a single decimal point and every tire is like you know the, the timings are not that far from each other yeah it, it's quite easy for people to sort of find like superiors or strategies so i think last season for the first few races um there was a couple of strategies that were a bit too overpowered and i basically sort of after talking with a couple of people and then I started doing my own math and own calculations, I came up with this new current system that we are seeing. Um, I might change it again, just, you know, because so I you don't want to do it, just keep, just keep evolving. Yeah. You know, like if you keep changing the, the system, no one can get used to the game. And exactly. It's, it's yeah. fun, but yeah, I think it's, it's quite nice in, as, as, a, as a format for the game. Like I always envision like, like to see a game that goes on for multiple seasons and sort of evolving over time. Hmm. And yeah, so I think we are sort of in the second season. I was, I'm quite happy, honestly, that I've had I had like 16 people playing. Like that's way more than, than I expected. And yeah, it's quite nice. I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's fun hosting. Um, can be quite tiring as being a host, as exactly. I think. Exactly. Exactly. People are asking yeah. for the results on a certain day, and you're just like, I've oh, got. You know, I've got four games that I'm hosting right now. And oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I mean, so. closer is better is finishing. So this, uh, we had, we finished, we had the last question released mm-hmm. on Friday. So that's finishing soon. Power F1 racing that's finishing relatively soon. Got three more races on that. Yes, Obviously, you know, you're a, you're a championship contender. Oh, it's difficult trying, to say. You know, I, trying I to beat Ricardo. Don't worry, I'll 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 ban him yeah, on like the next know, three races until you know you know it's it's not that hard you know if me and Jonathan gets a number secretly for Ricardo's <laughs> yeah I mean I, I mean I'll I'll you know secret I will uh, I will just delete Ricardo's messages I'll be like oh he posted a zero why oh why very did he nice zero? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would do that but yeah yeah you definitely uh, you're you're in contention on that one um yeah I've got all about GPRO which is just a a nightmare yeah. to host uh, that one's tough right because i know that it requires people to be online and yeah online as well and it's just so yeah so the first the first two seasons when it was hosted never finished because they just could never get the players on at the same time yeah i'm, I'm lucky that i got the third one finished because people were actually online and people were actually playing but this season i think everyone just lost interest in playing or i, I noticed quite a few i think people I have. I think was it the start of the season there were a lot of quiz going around and, mm. and like recently I've been like 
Where's the, where's the game gone to? Like, uh, well, I, I need I need to bring it back. So I've I've basically forced everyone to knockouts now. So hopefully the game <laughs> will start coming back again. But yeah, that would be nice. I don't know if there's going to be a season five on that, but we'll see. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, hosting games is definitely. But what, what would you prefer? Would you prefer playing a game, and or would you prefer hosting one? Well, I think playing a game is um, it's always going to be easier than hosting. Hmm. But I mean, this is to everyone out there as well. You know, like if you have a game idea that you like, you know, don't be afraid to host. It's always nice to see things from both perspectives. So mm. as a host, you see things very differently. So uh, before I host the option strategy race, I think there was a, I did a season of, I think, is it GPRO, that PGA golf tour. So I think that's the one that mm. Alan Halfa is doing. And oh, that's, that's, I, I that's a toughie. That's a respect tough Respect to him because yeah. that, is, that is really, really tough to host. I remember having to like key in like, numbers for every single you, so were you were you there when alan tansley was the one yes. hosting yes do i you, was there for his last season do you re- yeah so his last season do you remember him adding um equipment and gloves yes to the, i remember to the game? that that was so interesting because it gives because um for, for those of you for those who don't know gpr um pga golf is a game where 18 holes are split into 18 laps of your race and your race laps are based on your fastest lap and then it depends on whether you hit a birdie or a eagle or a part of that with the equipment and the gloves and this you know the clubs and all that kind of stuff you're managed you're able to subtract a certain amount of time from your laps based on what equipment you had and, and yeah, you use like, your golf balls, your clubs, your gloves. Oh, it was, it was yeah. so complicated. It escalated in that last season with all yeah, this, that, that last season. That, I, think that, I think I I I understand why he left because that was just no, way too. Much. It's just it's it's a lot to handle, you know. Like even just trying to calculate out all these sort of of things, you know. It's yeah. just... That's crazy. And I mean, I remember having to type out the code to sort of like post those things on the forum and. I've never had an Excel sort of code that was that complicated before. Like yeah. the number of conditions that you had to write in that formula shit was just <laughs> insane. And then you had to test it out to make sure that it works because you don't. The last thing you want to do is post like twenty scorecards and realize like and they're all wrong. One yeah, of the, one of the holes is a problem. So yeah, oh, yeah respect to Alan Halford, man. Yeah. He uh, respect he him. he recently announced he's stopping the alternate EPL league, which is where. You pick five teams that you think will win in a certain week week match like oh, a yeah. match week. Um, yeah, he's he's been hosting too many games, and you know respect to him, and he's stopping that game to try to focus more on golf and yeah. the tennis and all that kind of stuff, which is fair enough, yeah. which is all good. Um, but yeah, Alan Halford, top tier, top tier foreign game host. Definitely. Actually, the GPRO Oscar nominations are actually out now, so nominate Alan Halford or, or yourself too. You know, you're a host now. Ah, you know, I'll, I'll probably nominate Alan because I think <laughs> I still think I have a lot to learn as a host because mm. it's, it's the first season, you know. Um, I think there's a lot more that you can do as a host. I'm not satisfied with how the game is right now and obviously you want to sort of improve it and, you know, it's, it's a long way more from <laughs> sort of being that sort of Alan Halford level sort of game. So. Oh, he's he's a goat. Yeah, he's, he's definitely up there with Jonathan Beagles and yep. Keith Partridge, got, uh, Partridge. yeah, there's, just, there's 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 so many good hosts out and Greg there now. Kenny, Greg Kenny, is doing a good job hosting. Yeah, Greg Kenny's good. Yeah, he's he's he hosting have, a few. 
you can use that foot golf as well, but this is it's, it's I really want foot golf to come back. Yeah. I really do. It was a great game. It was such a, a good game. game. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, that is that is uh, definitely interesting. Um, hi there. Just uh, pausing this just to give you a quick promo. Um, as you know, there's a GPRO manager called Alan Tansley, um, formerly the uh, host of GPRO PGA Golf Tour. Uh, his band, The Cautioners, has actually released an album October last year called Mountains Over Time. Um, I'm going to be playing their song, Actor, which is the first song on their album, uh, on this podcast for you guys. So you can have a little sneak peek on what you can expect on the album. So if you are interested, please go follow them, uh, go support them, listen to them on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Deezer, um, YouTube, anywhere that you can find them. Uh, give them as much support as you can. Uh, so now we're playing Actor by Cautioners. See you guys there.
I think I'm st- I'll stick with one game for now because hosting a game, I think, and making itself like you know you you don't want to just be a host. You sort of want to be a good host, you know. Hmm. Um. So I think I'll focus on this game first. But I'm sure there'll be more ideas coming out because, uh, yeah, I, I remember I had a couple of ideas run through before, and you know you could just a board game sort of a thing online. You know, Ticket to Ride, for example, was a board game that oh, made it Oh, the board games are good. Um... Yeah. You know, bringing a board game onto the forums is always something that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. So obviously, a ticket to ride was one of the first ones that probably came out. Um, there was another one. Uh, Chris Adams just hosted. Villainous. Uh, oh, Villainous. Yeah, I saw that one. That was a really good game. Uh, definitely very complex, but it was very very good to uh, to kind of, especially when uh, he has created this ex- uh, this Google Sheets document yeah. where all the cards are on there, like all the all the boards, you know, all, all different kind of. Um, yeah. Um, realms and stuff like that so you know props to him for doing that that was, that was definitely uh one to look out for the future for sure um yeah. when it goes to a second season um but yeah um i think i'll be uh that'll be enough for gpro <laughs> go on so true tell, tell us tell us more about yourself what, what kind of hobbies do you have what, what what kind of what kind of things do you enjoy doing other than gpro of course yeah um so i mean I come from Southeast Asia, so badminton is one of those big things. Um, badminton, yes. Yeah, badminton is a big thing. Um, I've never actually played the school team level, so no, I'm not that good at it. I, I probably can be beaten by most people, but no, it's a, it's a fun sport to play, I think. Um, I, I, I play, Yeah, I mean, I, I can play with both hands, so it's... Wait, it's what? Fun. Really? Yeah, I switch, I switch hands in between games. Like, I, I, I don't know I, how... Okay, I do not know how I, I could do that. I don't know when I learned how to do that, but I've just found That's out so... when someone actually told me, you just switch your hand in the game. I was like, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is an interesting skill. That's definitely an interesting skill. Yeah. I, I used to play badminton when I was younger, um, like between 12 and maybe 16. Obviously when, you move to, obviously, when you move to China to study for a year, their main sport is probably table tennis or badminton. Oh, table tennis is, yeah. So, so I chose badminton because I was playing it when I was in England. Um, got really good with it. Um, I, was, I play right-handed. Um, I tried playing left-handed. Never works. So I, uh, <laughs> I um, play right-handed. Uh, I think I told the story to some people before, but um, I was playing to uh, join a national team. So the British, British national team. That's big. Uh, it's very big. Yeah, so I was playing. I was playing. I was playing in the tournament then. I think this was when I was sixteen, uh, and I, I went. I went for a smash. Completely missed it, and then I kind of fell a bit awkwardly, and then my hand and the badminton racket was on the floor, and I landed straight on my arm and dislocated ouch. my elbow. <laughs> okay, that is out. And then I yeah, and then I never played badminton professional or not like that seriously ever again i just played it you know just as recreational but it's, it's just a recreational sport you know you don't have to yeah play. badminton gives me bad memories now and i just don't want to just don't want to go back there again <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. fair that is fair if you dislocate on yourself yeah yeah, it was, I mean, it was, interesting. yeah, yeah i mean because yeah I, I mean i actually only i wasn't that um trained in badminton because i used to play golf and when i was in school um I used to sort of, uh, I, I was actually playing to get into that sort of like the school team for golf. So, mm. um, 
it was one of those things where you used to play golf and they would say, you know, don't play badminton because golf and badminton has entirely different strokes. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Yeah. You destroy your golf game when you play badminton. So I actually stopped playing badminton for quite a while. And then things went move on. I went to, you know, I stopped playing golf as, as a sport. And uh, I was like, you know what? Let's pick up badminton now. So <laughs> no, one can, no one can stop me now, you know. <laughs> do, you, do, you still, do you still play golf now? Or you... Uh, well, I mean, I, I do play it as a recreational thing, but not that often because, uh, yeah, I don't have my golf clubs here in the UK. So mm, that's yeah. fair. I um, so I, I really wanted to get into golf, but I never like had the chance to like. With like, we have golf courses around, you know, in the UK, yeah. but you know, you have to you know, get get a set of golf clubs and stuff like that. So um, me and my friend actually started playing golf. Well, not golf, but we play top golf. So we just we just smash oh. balls around and just try to <laughs> try to just try to <laughs> that, hit as far as we can. That, that's the fun part about golf. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that, that's how we. That's how like we're trying to learn our strokes, trying to make sure you know our form is okay. Um. So yeah, top golf is uh, definitely a good thing to do. But uh, definitely piqued my interest in golf for sure, and especially with the you know the foreign games in golf. It's definitely yes. you know reignited my interest more. Yeah. Um, any other, any other hobbies that you have? Any other things that you do? Well, I mean, I I do, I mean, I I do play a lot of games, obviously outside of just GPRO. Um, yeah, what what games do you guys what games you play? Um, so I think I'm quite a strategy sort of like a strategy game player. So the games I play are not to everyone's interest in a sense. I mean, the closest one that people might be interested in is Football Manager. Mm. So that's a that's a classic game, you know. I've always wanted to play that game. Finally bought that game. <laughs> and you know It is it is it it is it is definitely something that will eat your time up for sure. It's a lot of your time up, yes, definitely, because you you know you you get so invested in in in, in the game. I uh so so in, in so not this year, so not, not 2021, but I played the 2021. I always start unemployed. Uh, yes. And um, I joined this random German third division team and in three seasons got them up to the Bundesliga. But that, like, <clears throat> every every day I just, I log in, go to that game, and then I play for, like, nine, ten hours. It's just, like, just constantly just going through. It's yeah, just... exactly. Like, I think it's, like, I think I was on FM, FM20 as well, and... I do something similar to yours. I do like an unemployed save. You know, you start with no qualifications and everything. Yeah. And you just see how far you can go, right? So I think it's, I started off with like in a, in a random, is it a Welsh league team or? Okay. Yeah. Like, I think it's a Welsh. No, it wasn't Welsh. I think it was Irish. Oh no, it's a Northern Irish second division team. Oh, okay. No one I've ever heard of before because Yeah. And you just move your way up to the top, and yeah, but you spend a lot of time. Like I think I spent hours just doing scouting, and you know, yeah. like, trying to find for the players. <laughs> it's like literally like another life. But yeah, I mean, I play other strategy games out of that as well, like Civilization. I think is a classic. Civilization, game. yeah, it's Civilization six. Now is it? Yeah. Yeah, Civ six. I mean, I only have basic base version of the game. I don't play the like the, the other expansion packs, but. I'm assuming um, I'm assuming you've played Age of Empires 2, right? Uh no, that's actually one game on my bucket list, but I haven't actually played it. Oh, it's like it's like you know when you have a limited budget and you're like, oh, which one should I choose? So, t- so 2000 and 2002, 
2004, me and my friends always used to have, have LAN parties. So we used to bring our laptops to someone's house, oh. connect connect through the LAN, and then play Age of Empires. Oh, that was that was yeah, the, that was nice. the, that was a great yeah. great few years. That was that would be fun. Yeah, now, yeah. It's these sort of games are really interesting, but I, it's it's hard to find people who play these sort of games because it's such a Oh yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm not that anymore. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't do strategy games anymore. <laughs> I mean it's it's time consuming and it's not time consuming, but it, I I'm a very competitive guy, so uh, I rage pretty easily. So if I if I see that I'm behind in, in, in a game, <laughs> I, I just I just don't go through with it. It's just it's so bad. Which is why I played more like first person shooters and stuff like that because it's just quick you just like if you die yeah, you die yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not the person you want to play a first person shooter with because i'm that sort of guy who just can with a sniper and just like shoots people hey, from far. It, it, it's a good strategy though it's a good strategy. it's a good strat but you're the type of person that everyone curses in the game you know you're like who's this <laughs> yeah that's fair did you did you play did you play camera strike when you were younger then because I, I distinctly remember when i was in china for a year, everyone played Counter Strike. Yeah, yeah, Counter Strike, and uh, I think COD was the other one as well. Call yeah. of Duty, yeah, Call of Duty for those who don't know what COD is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Counter yeah, Counter Strike, one point five was like, um, in our in our boarding school, everyone had to bring a, a computer. Oh uh, yeah. To, to study, and like between between lessons we were just because everyone's connected to the same le- the same network yeah. we just like in between lessons we just play like a game or two of, <laughs> of Counter-Strike and it was just it was so ridiculous now it is one of the like it's, it's an OG sort of classic mm. first person shooter game you know oh do you remember um QQ game oh yes I know that <laughs> that was uh, I I Remember that as well, and everyone played that as well in school. Oh, QQ game was like for those people who don't know, QQ is uh, basically something like um, MSN Messenger or like you know the equivalent of Skype right now. Yeah, Whereas basically, like a... you don't know you are you are young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're young like Ricardo, yeah, you definitely don't know what fucking MSN Messenger is. But um, yeah, it's like it's like it's like a messaging service where like people will instantly message. It's like a WhatsApp of on, on online. Yeah, um, still big to this day. Um, but QQ Game is a app within QQ where there's loads and loads of like different multiplayer games and stuff like yeah. that, and you play other people to get your rank up, and it's it's the most ridiculous thing. Like there's a game where you have to like pair certain like pair like certain things together, like this is like a massive page of different things to pair, and yeah. then you have to make sure you line it up correctly and nothing's blocking the line and like oh it just feels so weird yeah the the, the the game some of the games are just weird but yeah you know it, it, for a competitive person is the best way to try and beat your friend exactly i mean yeah i mean i mean especially part of the asian culture oh. that's 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 the thing you have to play i mean it's, it's breaking rights you know <laughs> exactly yeah exactly like you play like you, you don't stop after one game you play like multiple multiple no games. you I mean, you never stop in one game. You you exactly. just go on and on and on and on. So you keep playing rematch, rematch, rematch. Just... Yeah, yeah. If you lose, you you don't stop. You 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 play a rematch, and if you win, and then you, you win. Lose. They'll rematch you, and you have to keep on playing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, and it is definitely intense. But uh, it is definitely uh, yeah. Don't go into QQ game, anybody. It's it's. I mean, it's does too it's... addictive. Okay. 
can you still access it now? I'm not even sure whether you can still. I haven't. I haven't tried. We played them. I played. I played Counter Strike through QQ Game because they had a oh, yeah, client they... where you could where you can. That's go true. Through. That's true. Yeah, they they had they had a Counter Strike there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I play other people rather than you know your 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 local network. True. <laughs> you could you have to play it through that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, gaming. I can talk for hours in gaming. I, I'm part. I'm, I'm still part of a gaming clan, and um, we play like we play Call of, Duty, Call of Duty now, and used to play yeah. like Overwatch and um, like you know World of Warcraft, all that kind of stuff. So fair, fair. I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, gaming is. It's, it's, I, I do like games myself. I mean, I feel like if you're a competitive person. It, Gaming is a place for you to go to. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's dangerous, though. Don't, don't, don't quote my words on I've, it. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried refraining myself from games now. So hopefully, I'm a little more calm. Got more time for myself because <laughs> the last few years, just gaming, I just had no time for anything else. So you have to. No, it does take a lot of time out because I think time passes really fast when you game. So exactly, and you try to improve your skill, and so yeah. It's it's definitely intense, but um, yeah. But no, true. Thank you very much for talking, man. Really do appreciate it. It's it's yes, it's, it's been a very entertaining yeah. chat, and definitely learned more about you for sure. Yes, yes. It's, but it's been you a would, pleasure. You would come to a GPRA meeting, though, wouldn't you? I would try. I would try. Hopefully, you guys do it on the time when I'm free and I can actually show up. Mid July. Mid July. We're 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 sticking with mid July at the moment. Anyone else who's listening, if you're part of the, if you're in the UK and you want to meet up with um, with, you know, like some me, James, John Beagles, uh, we've got Wayne Loudon who also comes, maybe Stuart Foster who come as well, uh, Kerry Lovell, everybody, just interested. There's a, there's a there's a forum page for it. State your interests, but true, it'll be really good to see you as well. Have a drink and just you know, yeah, talk it'll be nice, it'll be stuff. Nice, yeah. That'd be good. But no, thank you very much for your time, man. Really do appreciate it. I hope everyone else enjoys listening. Um, the fifth episode is really special. I'm not going to release too much about it. So, uh, I mean, you, I, I will message you too. You will know what, what's happening in the fifth episode because every podcast guest will have special interest and will have special consideration as a VIP member what? of the podcast. So you will know, you will know what's happening next. But for all of you guys, fifth episode, very interesting, very, very special to come so i don't think it's gonna be an interview so you know be prepared uh thank you guys for listening and thanks to for uh for being here and uh chatting with me and then uh yeah we'll see you guys later goodbye